An unfiltered, uncensored, raw storytelling podcast. I'm tired and angry, but somebody should be. Welcome to another episode of my Ugly Truth Podcast. Save me a press. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of My Ugly Truth Podcast, and today we're going to talk about... I've actually noticed that I always say that when I start my intros, they welcome to another episode, and then I say, well, today we're going to talk about... Just because I like to give you guys a little bio of what we're going to talk about. Actually, today, I'm in a better mood than I was yesterday. Yesterday was our full moon. Apparently, it was called the super moon, and I did a meditation session and released some things I needed to release and if you've been listening to the past few episodes you would know that I've been in some dark shadow shit. I've definitely been in some negativity but today was a good day and today I just woke up in a good mood even though I probably had like five hours of sleep and I've been working for 10 until I think it's 11 days now. I'm working my ass off this month which is good because it's keeping my mind busy but after I work this long two weeks straight. I need a vacation soon. I need a vacation soon. I need to get away. <laughs> Today, what we're going to talk about is when people bring out your wounds. <laughs> you guys know pretty much a lot of what's going on in my life. So it's literally draining of me just to even get the words out of my mouth because I don't care to even speak about this, but I think it's a good topic because I had to learn from it about a week ago. So let's talk about it. So last week I had an argument. I had a very big dispute with somebody that barely knows me, but this person knows my deep dark wounds. Clearly, if anyone knows that I have a podcast, they can just hop on here to episode one all the way to episode... What episode is this? I'm so bad about remembering my episode numbers. I think this is 48 or 49. I don't, I don't remember. I'm so bad about that. So... How does this person know about my wounds? Well, if anyone really wants to get on my podcast and start from episode one, you would hear a lot of my wounds. You'll know a lot of things that have hurt me and have not hurt me. You can get to know me pretty well if you listen to this podcast. They were responding really quickly towards me and I could tell that I was making this person's blood boiled. And right when I said, I'm blocking you, I'm not going to like invest in this argument with you. This person started texting me from another fake number and I'm just like, oh my fucking God, like I know I'm crazy and I know that I can go and do some stupid shit. I can text from a fake number, but texting the same person from two different fake numbers at the same time, that's like two different apps. That's just too much time. My, my phone would crash if that happened. My phone would be like, no, we're not doing this today. There's too much shit going on. Like, it just, okay, whatever. <laughs> I really don't want to say this is about Becky, but this is about basic Becky. This is about basic Becky. And I'm going to go ahead and just fucking call it out because I'm pretty sure basic Becky, <laughs> I swear, it's like a, a switch just went off on me and I'm just about to rant some shit. I'm pretty sure that basic Becky has been about 75% of the listens of episode 40, 42. <laughs> I don't remember my episode numbers. God, I'm so bad about this. Okay, I had this marketing business tell me to pull up my analytical reports of my listeners and my audience and what type of audience I have. And I was like, that's a good question. I'd like to know what type of audience I have. And as I'm pulling it up, they're like, we want to know what's your biggest episode in the past 
two months. And I noticed that my biggest episode in the past two months was Basic Becky's episode. And I'm not sure if the people are actually listening to it, the drama. It's funny because my girlfriend sends me messages. She's like, so I just went on their Facebook and they deactivated their Facebook. And then a few days later, I went back on it and they're back on Facebook. And I'm like, dude, I'm just gonna sit here and just buy some popcorn and just fucking watch it all. Like, you guys are very entertaining. And I mean, and I have my friend that's giving me the narrative of the movie. So yeah, that's the background story of what happened after Basic Becky's episode. Basic Becky's episode has been a big hit past two, three months. I explained in details what I didn't like about her energy, like her persona, like the way she just puts herself out there, and how I thought it wasn't what matched Jasper's wants and needs, whatever. Well, she showed me her true colors, and the way she disgustedly talked to me was... I don't even know what the word is. It's just so, and you know me, I'm not a speechless person, but I'm speechless trying to come up with this word for basic Becky. Trashy is not enough. Unclassy is not enough. Distasteful is not enough. If you could put all those three words together and make it a big word that's a very impactful word for gross, that's what it is. And I'm not saying she's gross. I'm saying the way that she has no self-love for herself or self-care or respect for herself or others, like no fuck given by her and not in a cute way, like in a trashy, did you grow up with morals kind of way. And why I say this is because she is picking at me. I don't know if she's trying to seem cool, but she's not like this. And I'm hoping that's what it is. I'm really hoping that she's trying to seem cool and she's really not this type of person. Because if she's really this type of person and she thinks it's automatically cool to be gross to another female the way she was, then we have bigger problems. But the things that she said were not insulting because I'm not taking any offense to anything that she says because I'm unbothered. I am unfazed. And I think that's kind of triggering her because she's sending me paragraphs about what Jasper has said about me to her. And I'm not trying to read them. And I don't know if you guys saw on my Instagram not too long ago, I posted an image of a guy and he didn't even live in my city and he lied and said he lived in my city and I just went ahead and blocked him. Well, apparently my phone for a little bit wasn't letting me block people. I've never been a person to block people. I don't like to block people. I just feel like I would be that person that the day I decided to block someone, they'd end up dying and they decided to call me before they died and I would miss the call because I blocked. That's my biggest fear. Like, I would never want to do that. Like, I, I don't, I'm not a big blocking person. I'm just not. But... In 2020, I've been blocking bitches left and right. I mean, I've gotten to the point where Jasper's blocked. I, my block list is running out of space apparently because I tried to block. I got a tech message from him right after and it was like, like he's continuing the conversation. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is my phone like? So I go back in my settings. Like I have an iPhone. So I go back in my settings. I go all the way to the contact and I go to the bottom and I see that it says, gives me the option to unblock. And I'm like, why am I not able to block this person? I unblock it and I block it again. And then the next day he texts me again. And he goes, so are we still on for that date tonight? I'm like, whoa, why is he? And I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, dude, I got to talk to this guy. Like, teach me your ways. How do you text somebody who's blocked you? <laughs> like, I ended up finding out the night that basic Becky decided to bloat me up from two fake numbers. What was the issue with my phone? So basic Becky is sending me paragraphs and they're not very nice paragraphs. And I'm not trying to read them because I'm a person that if I read it, 
I'm going to react because I can't control my emotions. And if I can't control my emotions, then I'm going to fucking get in trouble because the shit I'm going to do or say is probably not going to be good. And and it's going to be offensive. It's going to be hurtful. I'm going to regret it. But then you can't take back all because of the heat of the moment. So I would rather avoid that moment from seeing anything that's going to trigger the fuck out of me. Well, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, decided, nope, we're going to have you face your, your, your demons. We're going to have you face them and you're going to handle them like a fucking champ and i'm like oh god so these paragraphs are coming in and i'm just like how do i fucking get these paragraphs to stop so i text her back and i said i'm obviously upsetting you because look how fast you're typing like some of like some of the words didn't even make sense of what she was sending and she's like oh i'm not mad i'm actually a very happy person i'm like you are clearly an angry person she's like oh i'm not mad I'm actually a very happy person. Like, your fingers are going so quick. She decides to call me, you know, just a stupid argument that I feel like I would have had if I had an 18-year-old sister or something. Like, that. It, I mean, her mindset's there. Let's put it that way. So, I'm telling her that it's clear that I'm upsetting her. And she's sending me huge paragraphs. And now I'm barely responding because I'm trying to figure out how to fucking block this bitch. Because I want to avoid more emotional damage than I already have. I tell her that I'm going to block her. And she starts texting me within the same 30 seconds. I mean, to me, it felt like it was like right when I typed it, she was texting me from another number. And I'm like, who's this other number? And the conversation is continuing on another number. And she goes, why don't you unblock Jasper right now? You should see the things that he is saying to you. I'm gonna let that simmer for a second. May repeat what she said. She said, I'm just getting triggered talking about this shit. She said, unblock Jasper so you can see what he has to say to you. Why the fuck would I do that? Why the fuck would I do that? Why would I unblock Jasper when she's telling me to unblock him? That's the first fucking question she should ask herself. Like, is, you really think that I'm expecting something nice from Jasper? I mean, because his insecure girlfriend's fingers are about to fall off her hands. I don't know, but hell no, I do not want to know what Jasper had to say. So I'm going to settings and I'm trying to figure out why when I block her, it's not fucking blocking her. <laughs> I don't block people often, but when I fucking do... The universe wants to be like, nope, you know, I always heard the universe or God has a sense of humor. I fucking get it now. <laughs> I really do. And honestly, to my friends that are listening to this, I don't even know if I even told you the details about the blocking part and the unblocking part. Like, this is all continuance to my long text of explaining the stories. As I'm in settings, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, or iMessage and phone settings, and I'm like, why is my fucking phone not blocking them? As I'm trying to figure that shit out, I see the text coming up from up top. It's like, I don't want to see it, but like, it's like a bad car accident. I just can't help it. I just want to fucking see, but I don't want to hurt myself. I want to see without emotions. I want to see just visual. <laughs> I got a glimpse of a little sentence and it said that is why he left so quick he didn't even get his things because that's how bad he didn't want to be with you how sad are you that you couldn't get him to love you i'm, I'm gonna take a hit on my vape while you guys process that she said how bad is it that he didn't even take his things with him that's how bad he wanted to leave you how does that make you feel that you couldn't get him to love you? Ha ha. Bitch has got some claws. <laughs> and I'm really happy that I'm telling the story in a good mood because I'd probably be crying right now. And I'm glad I am in a good mood because if I wasn't in a good mood right now, I'd probably say some nasty shit. But thank God I'm on my good side today. I did not have a rage in me. 
I didn't like get into her message to start typing, which knowing me, I would have. So I am trying to hurry up and study and try to figure this shit out so I don't have to see this because I don't I don't want to hurt myself. And at the moment, I'm like, I'm I'm feeling hurt. I'm feeling hurt. And more comes in. And at this point, I just it's a bad car accident. I just can't look away. I just I just gotta know what happened. <laughs> Which I don't give a fuck what she says, but it's the fact that she's going based off of information she's either heard from Jasper. I don't like it. But if you are getting this information from Jasper, then it's very offensive to me because you're putting a persona of me out there that's not who I am and I don't fucking like that. Like, now you want to talk shit about the person you hurt? Okay, go for it. If you have to go that far to convince someone you're with that you're not emotionally connected to someone in your past and you have to go as far to make shit up and talk so bad about someone, if you have to go that far to convince your girlfriend to be secure about you guys, no one should ever go that far to convince their spouse or significant other that there's no connection with someone from the past to have to value someone. And then she said, oh, there's more. Yeah, there's more to this. She said, she said, you know what he says about you? Cause, and at this point, I'm just sitting there, can't block her. I can't not look at it. I can't look at it because I'm going to hurt myself. So I'm just in a rut. Like, all right, bring it on. You know, I, I did respond with some attitude. Like she's okay. So she said, you know what he told me about you? That he can't believe that he was with someone for that long. And he even said himself that he can't even believe that he touched you. Bitch. <laughs> if you're with someone for like a couple months, maybe friends with benefits kind of situation. I can see that. I can see like a couple months later, you're like, dang, I don't know how I got with that a couple times or for a few months. This was like five, almost six years. <laughs> you're going to tell me that he was so disgusting to touch me. Okay, hon, sit down. <laughs> just sit down. Okay, sure. Let's just say it's true. Then she said, he hates you so much. He even said he wishes you were never born. And I know that sounds so childish. Oh, he wishes you were never born. Like it just sounds something like a five-year-old would say which she's at that mental level, but it was hurtful reading it. He hates you. And it was hurtful hearing he wishes you were not born. And I'm just like, ouch. The fact that you're allowing someone to disrespect me, and not only that, you gave her my phone number, makes me want to pop off. And she kept going. She's like, you should hear the things that his family says about you. It's truly disgusting, and they all think you're so disgusting. Um, they all hate you. You have two baby daddies. I was like, first of all, I have one. I have one father of my children. Thank you very much. And then she just kept saying things like, this is what he says about you. He says that you wear a pound of makeup on and that you have no ass. What if I had an eating disorder? I do not have an eating disorder. I don't. I'm just going to put that out there. But what if I did have an eating disorder? And every girl knows that body image do not go there. You don't go to body image. Shaming. You don't do that. She did. That's why she's disgusting to me. That's why she's unclassy. And that's why she's fucking gross to me. She is trash to me for talking to another girl like that. I don't give a fuck who is married to your man. It doesn't matter. You don't talk to a girl like that. You don't body shame a girl. Like, I, I just think it's so fucked up. And it's just so gross. It's so high school. 
So when she attacked my body, attacked my single motherhood, and bringing out my wounds by saying that's why he left so fast, because he wanted to get away from you, and you couldn't make him love you, I couldn't tell you what all of it said, because I did not read all of it, and I ended up deleting the whole thread when I figured out how to fucking block her. So the issue with my phone was, I'm seeing that under iMessage, it says send and receive text from and it has like your number or your email address or both. Well, mine was on both and apparently if I blocked her from my phone number, it was still receiving it from like, I guess because I had my email checked off. So I had to go in there and fucking fix that. Once I figured that out, I told her, me not having an ass, <laughs> what does that pertain to you? Like, why do you give a fuck if I have an ass or not? Mind your own. You've never even seen me with your fucking eyeballs. Like, you've seen me through a screen. You have seen me through your phone screen. You have never seen me in person. How the fuck do you know what my ass looks like right now? <laughs> just the fact that I said those sentences right now. Just the fact that I just said that. <laughs> what does it matter to you what my ass looks like right now? I mean... I told you guys, as soon as I introduced you guys to Basic Becky's character, I did say, since you're all up in my asshole, since you're all up in my YouTube, this bitch is all up in my asshole. What the fuck does my ass have to do with anything? <laughs> I just got, I, I literally got bored with the conversation because it was fucking going nowhere, clearly. So I ended up blocking her, talked to my girlfriend. I'm just sending her the screenshots of what I saw. And she's like, don't let it get to you, Angie. Do not believe her. I was like, I know, I know, but you know, you know how it goes girl gets belittled or thrown in her face her wounds her hurt her abandonment issues her wounds her scars you can't help it but feel sad about it because yes i know in my heart it's not true i know her saying those mean things is just her trying to hurt me and i don't care what people think about me but like i've said before in plenty of my episodes i've said i only care about the ones that i cared for what they think about me someone just completely took control of my life two years ago and flipped it upside down just the fact that he thinks it's okay to go around and talk about me like that if, if he is you have to go that far to show your girlfriend that you are over i'm doing air quotes over somebody that's just saying enough for you about your relationship i would never want to be again in a relationship because i was in a relationship like this i would never want to be in a relationship where i have to go and watch what you do and i have to get you to convince me that you're over your ex fuck that that sounds like a job no i'm good I am so good. I want to be with someone that I don't have to fucking question. That when I feel insecure, I tell them my issue. I don't have to degrade a girl to do it. I don't have to go out of my way and have my heart pumping so fast while I'm texting super fast while my man's next to me and he's just standing there. Because my girlfriend made a good point. She said, Angie, why do you think he's not the one reaching out? I'm like, because I blocked him. And she's like, well, I know you blocked him, but we all know Jasper, when he wants to get a hold of you, he fucking gets a hold of you. And I'm like, yeah. Whenever Jasper would get to the point where I would like ignore him or, I mean, I wouldn't block him, but I ignore him or just put my phone down, he would get to the point where he would call my job like seven times. And I remember it was like, he sends me a, an email to my work email and he goes, if you don't answer the goddamn phone, he He's like, I'm going to bother the shit out of Jamie, which Jamie was my assistant at the time. I'm going to keep calling the office and Jamie's going to get so fucking irritated about it that she's going to give you the phone. So as soon as I saw that email, I'm like, Jamie, <laughs> come here. I gave her a sticky note and I said, do you see this number? If you see this number, come on the call ID. Don't answer. <laughs> so what I'm saying is she was right. My girlfriend was so right. 
If he wanted to get a hold of me or rely a message to me, he would fucking rely the message. <laughs> he would fucking figure it out. And the fact that she told me that I had to unblock him, why are you the one going off on me? If he has so much shit to talk about me, why isn't he downloading a fake app? Why isn't he texting me from fake numbers? That's right. Because this is all about your insecurities. If you have to go out of your way because of your insecurities and your man just sitting there watching you and he's not doing shit but just talk shit, honey, you're getting, you're wasting all this energy. You're wasting energy on devaluing another female to make yourself feel better, yet your man's right next to you and he's not trying to make you feel better. The conversation kept going. There was more wounds that she decided to pick up. I didn't read much more of it. Just shit about how much his family hates me, which we all know. My girlfriend made a good point. She's like, oh, okay. It's like, that's not new. Yeah, yes. Let's make a broadcast announcement. Um, Yes, Jasper's family hate, fucking hates me. They hate me. Like, it, it is. it is what it is. If she wants to rub it in my face because they probably don't hate her, you know what? Good for her. And don't forget to go to the end of this episode to listen to the reader legit pull cards explaining exactly about this story. And this reading was done like two days ago. So after that, I'm sitting outside. I'm sitting out there and I'm just like, I don't like the feeling that I have right now. I said some mean things to her, nothing to attack her like she did, but things to make her question her value. And I don't know what part of the conversation she brought out that that Jasper made her delete pictures of guys on her profile. Well, fuck yeah. You know what? I am on his side about that because, like I said, on The Truth Will Set You Free But First Is Gonna Piss You Off episode, on that episode, I did mention how this girl has guys all over her, her all over guys on every other picture. I've said that. And I think that's not right for a guy who is in a serious relationship. Honestly, basic Becky, I'm on his side on this. Yeah, I think it's totally okay that he made you delete pictures of guys because you have plenty of them. And then we just kind of went back and forth. And so when she said that he hated me so much, I said, well, yeah, he probably did hate me because he fucked me like he hated me. Yes, I said that. I said, he fucked me like he hated me. And I'm sure that triggered because that's when the next, the second number started popping up. I said some hurtful things, but nothing attacking her image, nothing attacking her, nothing at all like that. But I started feeling a a type of way afterwards. Like, as much as I didn't say half the shit that I would normally say, I felt bad for the things I did say because it was the intention behind it. My intentions were not good. The intentions were, I want to build insecurities in you, which the bitch has enough insecurities. I don't know what the hell I'm trying to do here, but... I felt bad because I shouldn't have let her get to my ego like that. But it wasn't just that my ego got damaged a little bit. It, it hurt. It hurt because I never thought any hateful vibe or energy from him. And, and this is the first time of getting that. And then, of course, it builds you insecurity thoughts. And you start thinking, you're like, oh, my God. And it's just the fact that if somebody that was so important in my past, I don't hate them as much as I should. And every I've had friends reach out to me that I haven't seen in either years or friends from middle school in New Jersey who message me on social media and they say, I've been listening to your podcast and I am so proud of you. Like, I think what you're doing is great. But at the same time, like, how do you not hate him? And I don't, I don't hate him. Not because I love him, but because... I don't know, because I, I, I can see that it's coming from a place of damage and hurt. It's not coming from who he really is. But the fact that now we have hate 
in our exchange that makes me feel uneasy. So I started feeling really weird. And my girlfriend's like, don't let it get to you. That's exactly what she wants to do. And you know that he would try to get a hold of you. If he ever wanted to get a hold of you, he would. And the fact that he did not reach out and find a way to get you to hear what he has to say says enough, Angie. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. So the next morning, I got a notification that womanlight.com featured my podcast on there. So if you guys want to go on there and check it out, it's womanlight.com. It's an article. It's called Make My Pain Matter. My story is the root of my success. And it tells you why I started this podcast, what made me think of starting this podcast, what I was going through at that moment, and what my future plans is with my podcast, and what do I want to do out of it. So check it out. It's actually a really good article. I'm not going to lie. They asked me to, to be featured on the magazine website. And as much as I've been working lately, I was like, uh, I just wanted to like, spend good time writing it. And I was actually very surprised with how good it came out. So thank you again to Women Light for featuring my Glitch Truth podcast on womenlight.com. Check it out. Anyway, so um, the next morning I got a notification that said that my podcast got featured on womenlight.com. When I went to go read it, it got me emotional because it just brought up all those wounds that I just heard about the night before. Because my story in there, it talks about going through the worst time in my life and then starting the podcast because I wanted to help other people in certain situations that maybe I didn't do right or I should have done it this way, but I didn't. Or now that I went through that, now I know what I should have done or this way the path was the right way, whatever. I want to guide people to help them because I know how it feels to be on the other side when you feel like you have nobody to get advice from or who knows exactly what you're feeling. It goes into that story and as I was reading it, I got very emotional because it brought those wounds from the night before. And like I said, I've been working like 11, 12 days straight. I have 16 days straight that I'm working. I'm exhausted. Four jobs. <laughs> was busy all day from working and then when I got home and I read the article, like I got to sit down and actually read it and I got emotional. It brought some rage. I was mad because it's a beautiful story because I'm also an empath. I feel the pain as I'm reading the stories. And my my best friend, Dave, he actually um read it. And he goes, I could hear your voice when I'm reading it. And I thought that was beautiful. I think that's really cute when someone says that when something that you wrote. And I think what he meant by that was it was so deep. Like I could hear you saying these words. Well, yeah, because I wrote it. <laughs> but um, I got upset. Um, I got sad and then I got upset because I was like, it's such a beautiful thing that I created with my Ugly Truth podcast. And it came from such a dark place. I molded this dark ball of energy into a beautiful work of art. I mold my pain into a work of art. And I never thought that I would be where I'm at right now and look back and be like, and that person hates me. Like, I, I would never think that. But that's what happens when people are not healed all the way. Like, He's got a lot of healing to do. She's got a lot of, everyone's got wounds to, to heal. But when you start reflecting your inner demons or your anger, like what does this person have against me to want to hate me when I should hate them? That's the question. Now, if I did the things you did to me and you hated me, everyone would tell you it was totally fine. Everyone would say it would be okay for you to hate them. But because it's the other way around, so you did all the stuff to me and now you hate me, it doesn't make sense to me. Because he's projecting this anger 
he needs to heal something within him and he's trying to avoid it so bad he doesn't want to deal with it so he reflects it back on other people and that's pretty much where a lot of our arguments were a lot of our arguments were him projecting whatever he was pissed off about onto me and he's still showing me that side i'm like dang you have not changed like wow by like you know telling this basic becky girl that if it's even things that he said to her but i'm just saying if he is you're coming at this relationship all wrong like you don't go in a relationship talking shit about someone that you say you loved because i want to know that my man when he actually loved someone that he fucking loved them does anybody out there wants a boyfriend or husband that shit talks about every woman that he's ever been with but doesn't do that to you you really think that when he leaves you or you leave him that he's not gonna talk shit about you he did it with all the females in his past. I want a man who is honest. Like, yes, we didn't work out. Yes, the feelings eventually lost. But I actually truly loved her at one point. That's ama- That's actually hot when someone can admit that. But the fact that he is dignant, knife deeper, it's just fucked up. Just all for what? I'm like, come on. That's, uh, whatever. Anyway, so I had this rage in me. That's when I decided to message Jasper. <laughs> I don't know what popped in my head, but I was like... You know, if he was text messaging me last night, then he would probably forget to block me again. Because obviously, I blocked him already, so he's probably not going to block me. So I decided to send him the article. Because, you know, because I'm savage like that, because I'm petty like that. I decided to send him the article. And I wrote, I copied and pasted a part of the article that I wrote. Which, this is part of the article that I actually text with the photo. I put, never be ashamed for loving someone so deeply and passionately. You love someone who destroyed you. Destroying is who they are. But loving, loving things deeply and passionately is who you are. And I sent him a link. And I said an article about you was published today in a magazine. And I will never feel ashamed or feel like I am getting punished for once loving someone so unconditionally when they didn't deserve it. But thank you. You are dead to me. And then I blocked him. After I was able to see that it was delivered and it felt good to have the last word. What do I always say? Every time I talk about the situation, I always say, he didn't let me have my say. He didn't let me have my say. But it felt fucking good, as petty as it fucking sounds, that I send him an article. I don't care. Is the fact that I got to say what I wanted to say. I got to visually see that it was delivered. And I didn't care what he had to say back because I blocked him right after. I got to say my say after that. So after doing that, it felt good. It really felt good because it felt like I've been caging my words with him. And I'm not a person to cage any verbal expression or feelings. I just can't. And he was keeping me caged up where I couldn't reach out to him to say anything. Like it just, I wasn't allowed. And the fact I had an article published about why I started it in that dark thing that I mold into a work of art was about the pain he caused me. It felt good. It's not rubbing in his face, but to show him, hey, look, what you did to me, I can still turn it into something beautiful that I can still love and not let what you did to me affect me for how I'm going to love someone in the future. That I can still turn everything that comes at me, I can turn them into something beautiful is pretty much what it felt like when I was sharing that to him. So you could say it looks petty. It looks like I'm bragging, but I'm not. It's more like not only can I survive without you, I can rise and I can go way, way above without you. And at that moment, I was like, I want nothing to do with him. 
after that all that crap that happened, um, my girlfriend messages me and she goes, "Did you know?" <laughs> She's like my little detective on the side, and I thought I was the detective, but she goes, "Did you know that they both deleted their Facebook?" Right after you blocked them and stopped talking to them, I'm like, what? They did? Why? And she goes, that was weird. I was like, why would they delete that? And this is my girlfriend that's known him longer than she's known me, so she knows what she's looking for. And she's like, the next day, she's like, yeah, it's still... I'm like, okay, okay, girl, got it. Been in a better mood ever since I stopped thinking about it as much, which is the reasoning for all the huffing and puffing in the beginning of this episode because I didn't want to talk about it. But she was like, did you see that picture? I'm like, no, I didn't go on there. Well, they got their their Facebook back up, and she tagged him going to Mexico. And I'm like, oh, that's right, Mexico, the trip that he had for work. Hmm, must be nice going with someone else. <laughs> it was motivating for me to never want to look again. And, and the girl already fucking hates me. She's going to try to rub it in if she clearly, like my girlfriend said, if she tagged herself with him at an airport. I'm good. So, um, so no, I'm not looking at their stuff anymore. I don't care to look at their stuff anymore. All they did is put me down and make me question my self value. And, but I actually wanted to share something with you guys because I actually got my friend into spirituality a little bit, I guess you can say, but just change the subject. I got him into some spiritual shit, <laughs> not spiritual shit like juju. Like, um, I introduced him into the tarot world. <laughs> He's a cancer, and I have a lot of cancer placements in my birth chart. Sometimes I watch the cancer reading, so I was like, hey, watch this and tell me if it resonates with you and your girl. <laughs> he just texted me the other day. He was like, oh my god, go watch this video. Look at the third card she pulls out. Oh my god. So one of my guest speakers, who is my soul sister, Your Soul's Journey Tarot on YouTube, um, Shannon, she's on episode 27 and 36. She did a reading on YouTube and it very, it resonated with him a lot. Like we were sitting on Sunday night after he cooked some pasta and I just got off my, my second job. We were watching YouTube videos of readings, which <laughs> it's so much fun when it resonates because I like, I love seeing like that his face light up. So it was pretty cool. Um, anyway, so I got him into all that because I think I just broke the news to him that he just met his twin flame. <laughs> he just met a girl, which, Dave, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I'm telling people your business. He just met a girl, and everything that's been happening until now, since the day they met, is so twin flame-ish. He's like, so, like, I'm already, like, halfway through, right? I'm like, nah, bitch, you in the beginning, but I'm not going to get into that. What I was going with this was there was a, a reading that I came across I wanted to share with you guys the audio of this reading because everything that I just told you about Basic Becky blowing me up, me being unbothered, her being obsessed, her having some Leo issues. You tell me, how can someone not believe in tarot reading? And I'm going to play it for you. So we have travel, and next to that, we have Forster, Divine Masculine, to go on a trip with her. And, you know, just so that they can purposely post photos of, of them on social media, acting like you, they're happy and shit like that. We also have a spiritual hater. Hates on your spirituality, your light, your magic, your power. These karmics are fucking negative. They're dark. They hate the fact that you have your own thing going on, that you're spiritual. Even if they're out there, like, trying to sabotage your name, trying to, like, it just makes them look petty and salty and disgusting because your light irritates their demons. 
Um, we also have bad habits, drugs, addictions, and toxicity. So some of these karmics could be, you know, blowing shit up their nose, which is probably why they'd be acting crazy and shit, which is probably why we have legal issues. All over here, the feminine is just like unfazed, unbothered by it because you know the karmic ain't shit. You just rolling your eyes, you're like, I'm unfazed by this because I know this disgusting karmic ain't shit. We have tripping on you. So these karmics could be tripping on you and they fed up because they see that you're unfazed with all the bullshit that they're putting out there and they're seeing that you know what this divine feminine isn't reacting i'm fed up i want them to come for me i want them to do this and that is like look feminine ain't on, on your doo-doo level we ain't got time for that we're too busy grinding and rising we ain't got time for no trash you know i'm telling you they are not only obsessed with the masculine but they're obsessed with the feminines okay and with that being said, you guys have a great week and thank you for listening to another episode.